Hi, everybody. Welcome to Burgess Power Hour. And tonight, today, if you're listening to the recording or if you're live with me now, how lucky are we to hear all of you from all around the country and perhaps all around the world. And we're going to be talking and sharing some really cool stuff tonight about self-love and gratitude. Does anybody want more of that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so what I'm going to do, uh, what I need you to do, please, is hit star six, and that will mute you. If you uh, want to be muted, if you have background noise, you can go ahead and hit star six. And when I ask you to share or whenever we do any kind of experiential stuff, which you know me, if you know me, I love to do experiences and experiential stuff, so get your pen and your paper ready to go. If you're driving, you might not want to be writing, but you can listen to the recording and uh, do the processes with us uh, later. Or you can just do it in your mind. So if you want to speak after, just hit star six and that will unmute you. And again, if I get a lot of background noise, I'll just go ahead and mute everybody, but you can still talk by hitting star six and that will bring you into the conversation. So, again, thank you. I welcome you for us to explore self-love tonight and gratitude for ourselves. I mean, really, what else is there, right? I mean, what does that look like, self-love? So, we're going to play a little bit tonight. We're going to go into some of the details. And then, of course, at the end, I'm going to give you some tools about what you can do, perhaps, to love yourself more and to have more gratitude for yourself and really make it a practice uh, because that it really takes practice sometimes for us to remember, oh, that's right, self-nurture, self-care, loving myself, being appreciative of who I am and having gratitude because sometimes we can forget that. So uh, that's what tonight's going to be about. I'll give you some tools at the end and also some announcements as well. So if you hang on throughout the evening, you'll be able to get all of that. So I'm going to be um, very uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff tonight. So, again, hit star six. That will um, mute you. And if I hit hear background noise, I'll go ahead and mute everybody, okay? But I love to hear from you, so please be mindful. I would love to have some people share and to uh, ask questions and all of that. So, self-love. What is love? What's the difference? What's the difference between love and gratitude? For me, love is a, is a beingness. Love comes from within. Love is, is love, is love, is love. It just is. And appreciation, for me, what that means, or gratitude is, that's where I am generating energy towards something or towards somebody, whether it's toward myself or towards someone else. So having gratitude is more of a generating energy towards something in my in my definition, as the difference between love. Loving yourself is having that beingness. Is It comes from within, and it, many of us try to create love in our lives from the outside in, don't we? We look toward other people to love us enough so that we can feel lovable. And many times we get into relationships 
or in business relationships or personal relationships to say, hey, love me enough so that I can believe that I'm lovable. And it puts a lot of pressure on that other person to love you enough because they're doing the same thing, right? It takes a lot of effort sometimes. So this love beingness comes from within, comes inside. And the more we can allow ourselves to go there and feel that in a feeling place, the easier it becomes. Just like anything else, it takes practice. So again, appreciation, we're projecting our energy out towards someone. And appreciating yourself and having gratitude is really key because a lot of times many of us get into this self-judgment, don't we? We judge ourselves or we have self-doubt and we think, well, we're not doing we're not doing well enough in our life for whatever reason. And we start beating ourselves up. And all those judgments start spiraling and then we then we start going in and eating candy and, you know, buying shoes or whatever. So my point is, as long as, it, when you feel yourself judging yourself for something, one of the best ways to get back to appreciating yourself is to give yourself appreciation that raises your vibration. Find one thing. Just find one thing that you appreciate about yourself. There's got to be something that you can appreciate, like, I can walk, like, oh, I got out of bed today, or, um, you know, I, I got this great opportunity to use my voice today. So, or, hey, maybe you have gratitude that, hey, I can pay my bills this week, or I have a car, or I have electricity. You can get very, very basic if you can't find anything at all. You just look around your, your environment and say, wow. I appreciate that I'm able to buy a cup of coffee. And it sounds, for some people, kind of silly, but what this does is it primes the pump. And for those of us who know what that means, we're a little older, but we prime the pump, meaning we keep it going, that water pump, we kind of pump it before the water comes out. And so what you're doing is you're raising your vibration. If you're feeling self-doubt or not sure about something or you're judging yourself or really just for some people just don't like themselves at all and if you're in that spiral one way to raise your vibration up is just find one thing and this is true for anybody you can through the law of appreciation which is a belief system if you have a belief system that maybe maybe if I start appreciating things things will shift for me and that's a belief system that you can hold. So you can do that for anybody else, but you can also do it for yourself. Don't wait for somebody else to approve of you, right? Don't wait for somebody else to say, I love you, for you to feel loved. So if you find yourself in your, little, in your head saying to yourself, I'm not doing this right, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, this doesn't feel good, I did it wrong, there's something wrong with me, I'm not wanted, snap out of it. Just pinch yourself, okay? Pinch yourself somewhere, and that will stop your beating yourself up. So if you pinch yourself, it's called a pattern interrupt. So you interrupt your thought process. 
just by pinching yourself. And you say, wow, I choose to think differently. I choose to love myself today. I choose to uh, appreciate more of who I am today. One of the things that I do, by the way, is if, I, you know, we all go through this. I mean, I get to, I, I am so blessed. I get to teach all around the world, and I get thousands of graduates from all around the world been doing this, involved in this kind of stuff for 38 years. Essence of Being I've had for 27 years, and taught on six continents, and I still have times where I think I'm I'm frustrated or I'm upset or, you know, why am I continuing this? It's hard. Or, you know, I start beating myself up about things. And so one of the things that I do is I just pull out my testimonials. I just start looking through testimonials, and I bet all of you have testaments of what a difference you have made in the world and how important you really are. I bet you have that somewhere. Maybe it's not written. Maybe you're just looking in your kid's eyes. But you do have those if you look for them. Look for something that you can look at and remind yourself, oh, yeah, that's why That's why I'm going to get out of bed today. And that's why I'm going to love myself more today because I don't deserve to beat myself up like this. So that's what that pattern interrupt is. You just pinch yourself, and it stops you from thinking because the pinch, you choose to think about the pinch. It stops you from thinking because you're going, ow, that hurts. And then from there, you choose a thought about yourself that you appreciate. Just like the water Every, maybe many of you have heard of this before. Uh, with Dr. Emoto, he had did all of these studies with water. And it's this most bizarre thing. It sounds so crazy, but it's true. And you can look it up. He took water, just a drop of water, and he froze it. And he put it under the microscope. And before he did that, he would take a drop of water and he would look at it and go, I love you. You're so beautiful. You're awesome. You're innocent. You're so good enough. You're perfect just the way you are. You're so wanted and loved. You're beautiful. So he would compliment this drop of water, and then he would freeze it and look at it under the microscope, and it was this beautiful, pristine, crystalline, beautiful-shaped, just gorgeous, beautiful drop of water, crystallized. Then he would take, he would thaw it, and then he would take the same water, and then he would say, I hate you, you're stupid, you're dumb, I don't like you, you're, you're a brat, why don't you quit, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And he would just really just yell at this water. And they would freeze it and put it back underneath the microscope. And it turned into this disjointed, gross ugly, asymmetrical, kind of uh, polluted-looking type of water. Now, that might be interesting, but just think about it. Our bodies are made up of, what, 65% of water or more? And if you stand in front of the mirror and you say to yourself, oh, man, I look fat today, or, oh, God, look at that face. Or, you stupid idiot, why did you do it that way? If you're saying those things to yourself, think about how that affects you energetically and physiologically. 
it's really powerful to understand that your words and your thoughts have vibrations. And they really do matter. What you say to yourself and what you believe. That's the most powerful force you have is what you say to yourself and believe. And if you look at yourself from time to time or maybe all the time, I don't know, but if you're looking at yourself and you're thinking to yourself, God, what a waste. Or I just didn't do it right or I should be. I should be. I could be. You know, all those woulda, shoulda, couldas. When you start saying all those things, it just makes you feel bad. And therefore, the vibration that you're sending out back to your body and your emotional body, your mm-hmm. physical body, your spiritual body, all those, you, everything that makes up you, you're really beating yourself up. And it does take a toll. So what we're going to do, there are a lot of blocks that we can have to self-love, okay? Meaning... You feel guilty. Maybe you feel guilty about something. Maybe you feel guilty you couldn't stay on your exercise program, or maybe you feel guilty because you left your husband or wife, or maybe you feel guilty uh, because you said something bad to your kids, or maybe you feel guilty because you're not doing what you're supposed to, quote, supposed to be doing, your self-imposed expectations. So when you're vibrating guilt... You know that demands punishment, right? I want to. I want you to really think about this. When you're when you go to the court and you're either guilty or you're innocent, and when you're guilty, what happens? You get punished. So, if you're vibrating or thinking guilt guilty thoughts about anything, that is a block to self love. And what you're doing, what you're absolutely doing, is you're sending out a vibration, and they've proven this in quantum physics, how they, your thoughts actually vibrate. You can't see them, just like electricity, right? But you're sending out, I'm guilty, punish me. Therefore, now this is all subconscious. This is all subconscious stuff. You don't walk around thinking this. Okay, but what happens is you will attract something to you to punish you, another person or an institution or you self-sabotage, you punish yourself. And then you get into the spiral of self-punishment. I feel guilty. I feel guilty, so now I'm going to punish myself some more. I'm going to sabotage. I'm sure most of us have felt that before where we self-sabotage somehow and it's not conscious nobody really wants to to do that so this is our bubble talk right our bubble talk is that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want it's that little bubble above your head that is that subconscious thought like a cartoon character you see the little bubble above their head and that is your subconscious or your unconscious and that's what's running your bus you could be doing affirmations all day long and you could say all kinds of things to yourself that you may or may not or something you might want or that you choose to have but if your subconscious is not aligned with your conscious thought then there could be a disconnect 
Why aren't these affirmations working? Why isn't my life better? Why can't I have more of this most of the time? So guilt is a big, 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 big thing. It's taught to us very well for many of us. We grew up with it. So guilt demands punishment. That blocks self-love. Shame blocks self-love. If we're feeling ashamed of something, we basically feel like we are the one who needs to take all the blame. And there's no power in that. There's no power in feeling shame. You cannot shift anything from a place of shame. You can't make a change for the better when you're feeling ashamed. And all you start shooting on yourself, and I say this all the time, whenever you should on yourself, it gets messy, right? So another block to self-love is, is loss of desire. And what I mean by that is many of us, we say we want something in our life, whether it's a person or a relationship or money or a profession or purpose or a business or whatever we're wanting to go for or have or experience, that's our desire. That's our gas. And at the same time, our break is the resistance to believing we can have it. So what ends up happening is that break, okay, uh, is the actual resistance. That's that uh, bubble talk that stops us from believing we could really achieve or be in that feeling place of love or in that feeling place of gratitude. And so when our gas and our brake are on at the same time when we're trying to drive a car, it spins your wheels, right? You don't go anywhere. And that's when you feel stuck. So what I mean by loss of desire, most of us don't know how to let go of the resistance or the break. But we do know how to let go of our desire. We let go of the gas. We think it just wasn't meant to be. We think it is what it is. Maybe I'll maybe next lifetime. So we let go of our desire. And that is blocking our self-love as well. So the resistance takes hold. And then we start judging ourselves. So all those judgments are learned. We don't, we're not born necessarily, I don't believe, we're not born with all these judgments in our head. We were taught this through other people and our experiences in our lives. They taught us. Now, again, this is subconscious. This is not people, parents, and teachers, and TV, and society, and religion, and culture, and all the stuff that we grow up with. They don't necessarily consciously want to hurt people most of the time. Okay? However, some of the things that we learned from these people are not true, but we think they are. And all those judgments are projected onto us, and we take them in as real. So what I want you to do is, if you can, I want you to jot down a couple of things here, okay? If you can write something down, I want you to do that or just think about it. So I want you to think about what did they teach me about me when I was little, what stopped that self-love when I was little? So I want you to think about your parents or the people that 
raised you. And I want you, I, I know I say all the time what you focus on expands, but I want you to jot down some, anything that's negative that you can think of, anything at all. So ask yourself, what did my mom teach me about me? What did my dad teach me about me or whoever raised you? Maybe it was your grandparents. What did they teach you about you? What did you learn? That you are what? And make it a negative thing, if you can think of one. What did you hear them say about you, to you, with you? And then think about your teachers. What do they say about you? What do they teach you and say that you are, that you started believing? What judgments did they have? You're not... What? And then think about television. Most of us grew up with TV. What do they tell us about us? We're too fat, we're too thin, we're too broke. What did TV tell you? What did you learn about you? And what about your society that you grew up in or your culture? Did your society teach you you can't be too smart because you'll get bullied? Did you learn to deflect compliments because you're supposed to be humble? So I'm going to deflect any kind of compliments or love coming my way. Or your culture, you know, what did you learn from your culture? Women are what? Men are what? How are they supposed to behave or act? Another thing is, you know, in culture, children are seen and not heard, right? Don't have a voice. You have to fight for everything. Got to work hard. <coughs> what about your religion? What do they teach you about you? That you're not good enough to receive, perhaps? That it's money is the root of all evil? So these are very important times in our lives when we're little like this because we are sponges. And whatever judgments were projected upon us at that time, we could have taken on as the truth, thinking that's real about us, that we're not good enough. Or there's something wrong with us. Or we're not lovable. 
And so we think, oh, well, that's how we're supposed to be. I can't love myself. I'm not going to have gratitude for myself. So this is part of finding out what's in your bubble. What's in your bubble talk? And does, some of it doesn't feel very good, I know. So let's, let's shift out of that. And then I'm going to give you some time to share here in a minute, but I want to shift out of that, okay? So whatever you wrote down, and again, on perp, we did it on purpose to do, just kind of think about some negative things that maybe you heard or felt that you have hung on to thinking that's true. These are blocks. These are blocks to your self-love. So let's shift it. Um, There are stages of consciousness, so we're going to go to a really high level of consciousness together so we can shift this. And we're going to really start writing down things we appreciate and love about ourselves. So the first level of consciousness is unconscious incompetent unconscious incompetent that means I don't know what I don't know I'm under a rock I don't know I'm unconscious that I'm I'm incompetent I don't even know any I don't know better and then something happens where you become conscious where somebody says something to you that you maybe you read a book, maybe you came to a workshop of essence of being, huh? or maybe you just had an epiphany one day and you become conscious that you're incompetent. So that's the second level, conscious incompetent. That means I know I don't know now. I know that I've got some things to look at. See, when you're under the rock, you can't see anything. You're under the rock. So when you climb out from under the rock, you get to look at the rock and go, oh, there's a rock there. Now you know there's a rock. So then the next level is conscious competency. Now you're conscious. Now you know what you know. I was just reading about coat hanger pain, which certainly is the distribution that Tons of us with TOS have pain in as well as the arm. Say that again? Say that again? Okay, I missed that. Okay, I couldn't couldn't quite hear you. But you're welcome to say that again. So anyway, conscious competency is where you know what you know. And that's where you do you do more reading or you do affirmations or you become more self-aware and you want to find out more and you're on this learning curve about self-awareness and self-love and understanding what are your blocks and shifting them and doing something about it. And then the fourth level is unconscious competency. What that means is You're in the flow. You don't even have to think about it. Things are just working out for you. 
you don't even have to put any effort toward it. It just flows. You are in the flow. No effort. Being in the flow. So from that unconscious, competent place, I would love for us to explore four parts of you, four different parts of you, and coming from that place of being in the flow without it having to force it, I would love for you to be able to experience gratitude and appreciation and self-love. So if you let's start with the body. What do you love most about your body? And just notice if the first thing you thought of or said to yourself was, yeah, right. So think about something that you can write down about your body. Your body is a miracle. It is an absolute miracle. You breathe without thinking about it. Your heart beats without you telling it to. You have all of these senses in your body. Your touch is your body. They've done studies about touch and how important that is for human beings. So just write down, even if it's as, even if it's as broad as my heart beats without me telling it to, or I can breathe. Write things down about your body from that unconscious, competent place without thinking about it too hard. Just let it flow. What do you love about your body? All your senses, you can taste or feel or hear or see, smell. It's a miracle. And then, after you've written a couple things down now, I want you to focus on your mind. What do you love about your mind? What what are you grateful for about your mind? You have a brain. Your brain can figure out stuff. You can you know how to drive. You're able to dream or you're able to speak words or do math. Or your mind has a memory. Some of us more than others. But grateful for my memory, for my brain. It's a miracle. My mind is a miracle. I love my mind and my brain. And then jot those things down. What do you appreciate now about your heart? What I mean by your heart 
is your emotional connection. What can you appreciate about it? You you cry or you smile. You have an emotional connection to things. You know how to cry. I really appreciate that I can smile. I like to laugh. I love it that I can feel open sometimes. I I feel love sometimes by maybe maybe you look at a baby or a puppy or a kitten and you have this feeling in your heart or nature. I think I'm not, maybe I'm you, not going to rest of this because it comes on again. Hello? You might want to hit star six, okay, because we can hear your, your comments. Um, your heart. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, but, yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay. Cool. Okay, All right, I'm thanks. I'm going to go ahead and mute. Let's see. Let's see if I can mute you guys so we don't hear that background noise. Sorry, I was in my competent, my, let's see. Okay, for some reason that's not letting me do that, but okay. Uh, let me open this up. That's weird. Huh. Okay, it's not letting me do it. Uh, hopefully I can still hear you. It wouldn't let me close you guys off. Okay, all right. Hopefully you can still hear me. Your heart. Maybe you have friends. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my grandparents. I'm grateful that I'm I'm able to feel. Okay, the next and last part I want you to be thankful for and have gratitude for is your spirit. So what are you grateful for? Your connection of your spirit. Whether you pray or meditate or... Allow your source energy to flow through you. How do you, or your knowing, or maybe it's just you're really grateful for your intuition. Your connection of oneness. What are you grateful for? What do you love about your spirit? I trust my intuition, I trust my knowing. Okay, so hopefully you wrote some things down, and I hope you guys are going to be able to share something. If anybody want to share anything about what they wrote down, what they're grateful for, or perhaps what it is that they judge themselves for, what they learned when they were little, and how we can shift that about what you're grateful for. So I'm hoping we can uh, have you guys just hit star six, and that should unmute you. 
I hope. <laughs> My system seems to be funky right now. So if anybody can speak, if anybody would just hit star six and say something, that way I know. Uh, yes, we can hear you. Hey, well. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Perfect. Does anybody want to share anything? Maybe something that they felt judged for from when they were little and how we can shift that now? One thing that came to mind when you were talking about the things we love about our bodies is I wrote, my heart is healthy and um, vibrant. And it's interesting, I think, our our bodies get us ready for whatever we're going to be doing. And I'm doing the, uh, it's in Tampa, it's called the Gasparilla Run Marathon, Half Marathon in two days. And it, I maybe maybe that's why I thought of that. It's interesting, my subconsciously, right? Right, right. So you're yeah, you're getting ready. <laughs> so I think that's a great <laughs> practice, especially if you're about to go do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate my legs. Mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that I can run. Yeah, and I appreciate the fact that I've never done it before in my life, and this is the third one this month. Awesome. <laughs> That's a great thing I'm, to appreciate. And I'm I'm not 20-something or 30 or 40 or 50. That's awesome. So that's, I even appreciate more because of that. <laughs> exactly, and that, I love that. And so what you're doing is you're loving yourself, and that is self-love. You are saying... You know what? Look at really taking the time, even if it's just just tonight, right? Just taking the time to just think about and to express gratitude for you for whatever mm-hmm. reason. But I think it's a great practice, especially if you're about to go do something and just keep keep that flow because remember, it raises your vibration. Right, because I was thinking if someone is not healthy or not feeling healthy, it's probably a lot like, can you please help me with this? It's like with the, the when you smile and your body doesn't know the difference between faking it and, and really smiling. So maybe if, I, if someone is not feeling well, if they say, I, I appreciate that my heart is doing well and I'm, I'm getting better and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got a long life to live, or whatever positive. Does it work like that as well? Absolutely. Listen, remember, the most powerful force I have is what I say to myself and believe. So, yes, your body doesn't know the difference. And by the way, you're just they've proven this also, that the synapses in our brain fires exactly the same way if we think about a red Mercedes or if we're looking at a red Mercedes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're choosing to create something in your life, whether it's self-love or gratitude or something else, the more you think about it, the synapses in your brain, they don't know the difference between reality of what you see and what you feel and think. Now, how crazy is that? Oh, yeah. That's great because that means that 
Beamer that I took a picture of driving down the road in this limited edition a sports car, BMW, that I said, that's the car I want one day. I, maybe on my mind I'll have that. That's exactly correct. And I'll tell you, I am a walking testimony that that works because I did the same thing. Long really? story short, I I absolutely uh, thought about it and t- test drove it and you know thought about my dream car, did my vision boards, wrote my vision, went and test drove it, looked, took a picture of me in it, went and kicked a smell the tires and just just really immersed myself in knowing that that was something that I I'm creating and it's coming to me and sure enough. Not only did I create that, I created even more than that. So uh, I thought I was going to get a Mercedes, but I drove a Lexus, and I liked the Lexus better and realized I was really attached to being able to have something like that because I, can't, I, I had lost everything. I was a single mom. I was divorced. I was bankrupt. Um, I had lost my business, my house, house everything. And I had a two-and-a-half-year-old son at the time. And one door, uh, one car, shoot, one, a car with one door that worked, and uh, I had to crawl inside the window to get into the driver's seat. I mean, that's where I was coming from. And then I realized my dream car is what I really wanted, and I visioned it, and I did all kinds of things like I'm sharing with you that I, that I share with people all around the world about things that they might want to have in their life and or be in, in their life, and it really works because I ended up getting both, Lexus mm. and the Mercedes, at, and I realized what I was really attached to was the belief that I could experience it and have it that I could actually achieve that. It wasn't about the car at all. But it was a really powerful lesson. So keep doing what you're doing, and that's perfect. Thank you for sharing that because it really does work. And we are all walking testimonies that we've been able to do this in our life. Somewhere, somehow. Because when we were born, we basically came out... Innocent, worthy, good enough, enough, perfect, safe, wanted, loved, for the most part. And when you look at a baby and you're holding that baby and you're looking at them, they're absolutely in love. And they they are exuding love and gratitude and appreciation. They are in awe of this life, for the most part. And we were all there at some point in our life. And the truth for me is that never went away. We just forgot. We forgot that, oh, that's right, I can receive love from people just by them smiling at me, and I can smile right back at them, and that makes them feel good about who they are, and I feel good about who I am. That giving and receiving is the same energy. So we've all done this self-love thing. When we look, when the babies look in the mirror, what do you think they think? What do you think they say to themselves? You're stupid. You're something's wrong with you. What's your problem? <laughs> no, they don't. I can 100% guarantee you. They're in awe. They're in wonder. So this this 
self-love is within us. It hasn't gone away. It's just got a lot of heavy stuff on us sometimes, and we just have to dust it off and find it again and rediscover that innocent, worthy, good enough, perfect, safe, wanted, loved person. So here are a couple of affirmations, if you choose to use these. These are really powerful to remind yourself to say, I am willing to release the need to blame or shame myself. I am willing to release the need to blame or shame myself. Here's another one. I am willing to allow myself to see my perfection. I am willing to allow myself to see my perfection. Now, some people I know have an issue with the word perfect, but that's because, more than likely, they've had to be perfect all their life, they think, in order to get love. So this is the perfection. When I say perfection, I mean there's nothing wrong with any of us. So I'm willing to allow myself to see my perfection. And the last affirmation I have is I withdraw my energy from the past. And release all barriers against the love that I know is my birthright. I withdraw my energy from the past and release all barriers against the love that I know is my birthright. The truth for me is, it is our birthright. It is our birthright to know that we are loved. That love has always been there. It always will be. It's just up to us to step in it and to allow it. And one of the things I always say in all of our workshops, Essence of Being, and all the other programs that we do, trust and allow and don't ask how. So I'm going to give you some tools that you can use to continue down this path of self-love and gratitude. Because remember, love is love is love. One of the things I would do, here's a tool for you, okay, is, by the way, go look at a baby sometimes, you know. And, And again, don't go grab a baby out of somebody's arms. You might not, you know. That might not be the thing to do, but if you can find a baby somewhere, just look at them, hold them, and just see the innocence, because guess what? You have that same innocence. You have that same self-love. You just forgot sometimes. So 
one thing you can do if you can't go find a baby is stand in front of the mirror. And if you're a vampire, you probably can't do this very well, but stand in front of a mirror and stand there naked. That's right. I said naked. That means without clothes for those of you who are taking notes. Stand there naked and just look at yourself in the mirror and just touch your hair and your face and your shoulders and your arms and your hands and your chest and your back and your tummy, that beautiful tummy, that bottom, those legs, the toes and the feet, all this part of you that is your, as some people call a temple, but this is your outerwear, okay? Because the real you is inside of this physical body. But it starts just like we did with Dr. Amato. It starts by you standing in the mirror and saying to yourself, I love you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, body. You take me places. I love that about you. I can do all these cool things with you. I can taste and really nurture yourself. And it may sound crazy, but you can do this every morning before you get dressed. Just stand there. Just give yourself a minute of self-love. Even though you may not believe it, even though you think it's weird, even though you're not sure it's really working, do it anyway. I promise you, if you start paying attention If you start your day that way, start paying attention to how easy things might feel for you. Or you are attracting more love to you and gratitude to you because you are doing it to you. Because you're the common denominator. It's not all those other people. We think it is sometimes. But that self-nurturing in front of the mirror every morning is great. Another thing to do is to find a picture of yourself when you're a little girl or a little boy and put that little picture up on your bathroom mirror. And you look into that little person's eyes every morning while you're brushing your teeth and you just say, you are loved. You are lovable. And look her or him in the eyes and see that. Say it ten times out loud. Say it ten times. And really access, because you can see the innocence in in a picture of yourself when you were little. You can connect with that worthiness. You didn't have to do anything to feel worthy. You just existed. Then you see, once you access that feeling place, then you look in the mirror at yourself and say the same thing to you. Do that ten times. You are loved. You are lovable. And I would take a breath in between each time you do it. So if you stand in front of the mirror and say, you're loved, you're loved, you're loved, you're loved, you're loved, it's not really getting in. Kind of forcing it. So stand in front of the mirror and say, you are loved. You are lovable, and take a breath. You are loved. You are lovable. And look at yourself ten times. And then the third thing you do is you shift it to I. 
I am loved. I am lovable. So if you do that three-part process, that is, it's huge, and you will notice how things coming to you are more full of love and gratitude than perhaps if you didn't do it. So those are great tools to love yourself more, to have more gratitude in your life, to really allow yourself to go to that unconscious, competent place and remember the water. Remember the water with Dr. Emoto. That inner child needs to be nurtured. She or he's still there. And remember, if you can't be with the one you love, honey, love the one you're with. Because guess what? You're always with you. Many, many of us try to run away, but no matter where we go, there we are. So I hope this helps. Anybody want to share anything before I tell you what's next? Hello? 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 I hear you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, this is Judith. I realize that um, I have the triggers because it's been going through a bit of a rough patch lately and I'm getting out of it, but um, taking on the guilt and shame of my ex-husband simply because living around this negativity, how you absorb it and that you can lose connection. If you lose connection to spirit, you become very vulnerable to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when you take on other people's, that's what I was saying about other people's judgment, their shame, or you take on the guilt, or you, you basically absorb that into your space, uh, can send you spiraling. And so one of the uh, best things mm-hmm. to do when you're in an environment perhaps that triggers you, there's a lot of techniques that we teach in Essence of Being and a lot of the other things I do, but there's a lot of different things you can do to to allow it not to trigger you. I mean, how cool would that be where it doesn't come into your space no matter what you do, no matter what people say to you, you are solid and centered and nothing can move you off of your center. And having that energy around you, again, I'm going to go back to gratitude. The best thing you can do is you think one thing about that person. Just one thing. Whether it, hey, they used to bring me coffee in the morning. I mean, it can be something as simple as that. And you think of one thing that you're grateful for that you appreciate because law of appreciation is very powerful. And if you could just, whenever you feel or think about that person, the first thing you want to think of is gratitude and appreciation first. And if you find yourself going down that rabbit hole, stop, pinch yourself, and say, no, I want to raise my own vibration. So I'm going to feel grateful for something. And it builds on each other. So the more you feel that, the more you feel that. (laughs) And the more you attract to you. 
And so there's a lot of other tools like um, if you're with somebody that's in an environment where it's not real healthy for you emotionally or physically, um, you can put up a, a mirror around you, an energetic mirror. And you're inside the mirror. And the mirror's facing out. And you're 360 degrees in that mirror. And whenever you're with that person or in an environment, you just say, mirror up. You put yourself in this energetic mirror, and I swear it is bizarre how this works, but it really works. Anything that comes at you will bounce off. It bounces off of you. The mirror reflects it off of you. It doesn't come into your space. And you don't have to absorb it. So there's a lot of techniques and a lot of things that we can certainly... Essence of Relationships is coming up in April. That would be a good one for you. But Essence of Being, by the way, is coming up in March in Atlanta. That's our big three-day experience, our flagship workshop I've been doing 27 years. And um, I highly, highly encourage you to come play with us in that. You just go to essenceofbeing.com. And you can see the ones coming up in all of our schedule for the entire year. But the Atlanta one is coming up March 13th through the 15th. I would love to see you there, Judith. So you can learn more about how to support your mental and emotional (laughs) weariness sometimes. I know sometimes it can feel that way. Oh, yes. Yes. So I appreciate you sharing that. I really do. Thank you for that. And You're so, uh, yes. So if any of you want to get more information, just you can email me, burge at essenceofbeing.com. That's B-U-R-G-E at essenceofbeing.com. Or just check us out. I've got free tools on the site that you can have. But also, uh, there's so many different possibilities And the cool thing about what we're doing is we are building a global movement of conscious leaders, empowering other people to create a win-win world. And if that excites you and you want to love yourself more and have more gratitude and be able to have purpose, an intentional purpose in your life and have maybe more of it or have more of what you already have, or maybe there's some blocks that you don't even know they're there. You don't even know. I highly encourage you to come and play with us at Essence of Being and any of the other programs that we do. But next time, we will meet um, in March. Remember, it's the third Wednesday of every month I do this. I've been doing this Power Hour for four years now, five years. Uh, Every Wednesday, uh, third Wednesday of every month, and it's March 18th. And that subject will be... Dun, 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 dun. Authentic relationships. Go figure. Perfect one, Judith. So, without further ado, I hope I'm going to go ahead and see if I can unmute everybody. Hmm. Can everybody talk? Let me see if I've unmuted everybody. Hey. I got one person. Hello. <laughs> I got two people. <laughs> Maybe you unmuted. I can't tell if it's it's just not working on my end. Let's see. Hello. Okay. Well, hopefully I've got all of you on the line so we can say good night, farewell, avidazane, adieu, 
to you and you and you and go forth and love yourself and hopefully this gave you a little bit of inspiration and empowerment and connection and know that you're not alone everybody until next time we'll say see you next time awesome see you next time thanks so much you're welcome love you Burge love you thank you love you you're welcome love you all thank you
Hello. 